Hello, and welcome to the Scott and Lars Show. I'm Scott. I'm Lars. And we are Two Dicks Talking Bollocks. And here we are with um, instalment number 44. Good Lord. Droopy Draws, as they'd say in bingo. Can't believe I know that. And, uh, well, it's really not long since we last recorded, is it, Lars? Because we typically do it towards the end of the month but it made sense to bring this one forward for well for reasons which are probably already apparent from the episode title Mm. as we're recording this on a friday night because well next week sees two notable dates in the calendar uh, and on consecutive days this year so why not bring them together and um, <laughs> I'm still not quite sure how we're going to do this, Lars. But, um, as we do another one-off Scott and Lars special, this time navigating the world of love and pancakes. So let's dim the lights, put my finest silk robe on, and some Christaberg, open a nice bottle of Pinot and some truffles. Get, get- Get a rose between your teeth. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> oh, that was a weird thing to hear down my ears. Uh... <laughs> oh, dear. I jest. I've actually got what some might argue is the least romantic drink on the market, Loz. It's a can of oh, Stella. Stella then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. <laughs> Let's crack that open instead. And you've got an energy drink, I believe. I do. All right. Well, so pancakes um i love pancakes i'll get that straight out the door yeah um, big or Agreed. small yeah wh- whatever way they come uh, they've always a special place in my heart but um but ultimately there's only so much we can say about pancakes and um to be honest even in terms of valentine's day and the wider topic of like love and romance in general so you know i have said this before at least five times on the show but this should be a shorter episode, I feel. Um, yes, yeah. It's not because there isn't stuff to talk about, but I, I don't want it to be boring for the listener. You know, I'm, I'm sure, um, dear listener, that you have found at least one of these one-offs maybe boring at some point in the past. I don't know. Theme parks, for example. Or wrestling and dinner party guests. Uh, they were two separate episodes, I must say. Sure. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh. Here's your baked Alaska, and here's the people's elbow. (laughs) (laughs) And here comes the pain. Oh Oh dear. Oh Uh, dear. Would you uh, would you open the Sauvignon Blanc and let it chill? And also, uh, uh, would you open the can of Whoopers, please? Yeah. How would you like your steak? Oh, I think it doesn't matter how you want your steak. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah. So, um. Yeah, and you may well have found the recent Living With Life episodes boring. I don't know, um, but I, I think we'll do our best to keep this much more succinct than those. I, I love that I swear every single time you start with, oh, I think we'll we'll make, we'll wrap this up quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, let's fucking find out, boy. Um, I was talking to Vic about doing this episode, and, and she suggested she was kept well out of it, Luz. And um, now that's not out of any kind of embarrassment, but I think she just she said herself come up on the show before, and I think was interested to hear me talk about other previous stuff if it comes up or is pertinent. Yes, she's given uh, me f- full license to do that, Luz, to um, dredge up she, any any exes. She's, she's checking up on you, mate. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. 
She wants the inside gossip. Nothing she knows. Oh, she's, she's read your book, Jesus Christ. And so you know, I don't think that this will be. It certainly won't be any kind of like sopathon, you know, on my part. Far from it. But but um, I do want to keep certain details maybe away for reasons which will become clear in a later episode that we'll likely do in the coming months. So, Loz, uh, where do we start? Well, can can I just start by making a smutty joke, please? It's just it's just literally come to me. <laughs> uh, but I was I was just thinking, you know, uh, with your partner, uh, as with pancakes, often best if every now and again you just flip them over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was no, full I, of, I I was full of vape there. <laughs> not, mean... not rage, full of vape. No, I just yeah, I, I gave no reaction at all. I know it was wonderful. Um, I think we, again, you know, do not want to regiment or try and structure this too much, but I feel like if we try and keep it fairly chronological, that would probably help move things along. And, okay. Uh, and of course, this doesn't just have to be about us, does it? I don't mean us as in us. I mean, you know, our experiences. Because <laughs> I think our our great personal romance. You mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That one night in 2004. Yeah, but, don't, um, don't tell Vicky. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> you know, just you the topic wish. of romance <laughs> in general, really, is an interesting... I mean, I know you're not a rom-com fan, so uh, for once, I don't think we'll actually be discussing films or TV. I don't know. Obviously, Tim and Dawn, you know, and then Jim and Pam. That's, that's about as good as it gets, but that might be the last time we discuss media tonight. I don't know. Well, um, just as it's come to mind, and I, I'm, I'm really sorry because you've just gone, let's keep it chronological and I'm just going to throw something out there. But I know I'll forget about this if I if I don't. But as, <laughs> happened as we're yesterday. Talking... Yeah, quite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of the, the I, I was racking my brains uh, all today of like the most romantic thing in like TV and film. And I think I've spoken before. Well, I know I've spoken before. I, I always say that I think and I, I thought, well, fucking no. I've spoken before about um, the bit in the Simpsons film where Marge like records over their wedding tape to be like, if you love me at all, then you'll come to Springfield and you'll try and help us. And that genuinely I, I find like a really, even though it's kind of sad, it's just oddly like a, quite a romantic thing that it's like that she's like challenging him to, to prove his love sort of thing. Yeah. But one of the things that um, I, I, I really, really, sort of strikes a chord with me and I, I wonder if you you don't mind friends do you scott no i like friends yeah but yeah the, the, there's i think it's the bit where um chandler proposes to monica and it it gets me every time and I, you know i'm <laughs> not ashamed to admit it but yeah it's it's a really really beautiful moment and when i was thinking about like what was the most romantic thing and i know we're not just talking about romance but what was the most romantic thing in in film and tv that was that was the thing that means nothing to me um not in the <laughs> sense that i watched it and it meant nothing to me <laughs> i mean I, I can't remember that you, moment you cold-hearted bastard <laughs> no i i can't i don't think i've ever even seen that moment uh so yeah sort it out so subsequently it means nothing to me so that's what i meant you know yes i'm, yeah. I'm i've got i'm not that heartless yeah, exactly. I just just watched it like cold and dead inside, like. And yeah, the Simpsons movie. You know, it's like the, in every marriage, you get one opportunity to say, "Please, will you just do this with me?" Um, mm. I love that. I'm sure that's come up on the show before, actually. 
Yeah, um, and uh, it's odd that I didn't actually sit down and think about kind of these moments. Uh, again, you know, the ones that come to mind are, are by, in both iterations of The Office, you know, English-speaking iterations of The Office. I haven't seen the um, United Arab Emirates version to tell you whether that <laughs> stacks up, but it's been... Oh, you haven't? <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, well, I, I, again, you know, it's not like I've made notes for this, really, but... Um, like I said, I just I I was thinking, you know, chronologically. I mean, can you? What is kind of the first thing you remember? You know, about like about oh, pancakes or love? <laughs> yeah. Well, how old were you when you had your first pancake? <laughs> I don't know. Um, do yeah, you well, remember your first pancakes, Carl? Um, my first romantic memory of pancakes was um, <laughs> the uh, first what, time I fucked a pancake. Was what one? Uh, well, it was at what. Month, what, 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 what? Yeah, I'm so besotted with the memory that I've lost the ability to talk. Um, it was at what one might call the motherland or mecca for pancakes, which was um, International House of Pancakes, or IHOP, as the, you yes. know, the the giant road signs would call it, which is in Florida. They're probably all over America, but obviously yeah, I was gonna say, not not just in Florida, surely. But I, I certainly remember the ones in Florida. Um, because I'd, I'd wake up like so excited for the day of Universal Studios or whatever. Sure. And um, more often than not, we'd find ourselves in an IHOP. And back then, I would always go for the same thing the Strawberry International, <laughs> which was three big, thick buttermilk pancakes, strawberries, and, and then a kind of strawberry syrup compote type thing. And then a nice big old dollop of whipped cream on top. Um, they were amazing times, <laughs> but no, I suppose. Sorry, the question I was asking was, was you know, could, what what is your first vaguely romantic kind of memory? Can can you even remember sort of the first person you fancied, for example? Uh, um, I can definitely remember the first person I fancied. All right, um, you see, the 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 trouble that I'm having is is a lot of my memories to do with romance are you know, pretty horrifically painful. <laughs> uh, some people take to things like a duck to water, and I think of myself as someone who took to romance like a duck to hot lava. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I um, really remember the, the first person I, I fell in love with, and it was, you know, they were unique and special, and um, for me it was a, a, that thing where, like, there were other girls and other girls might have been pretty as well, but it was just this one person and that was all that mattered. Yeah, well just like a just like an aura about them. You know, were you in they like, were they it, were they were just the the one, you know, it was like what I liked about them was unique to them, or that's how I felt. And so it was like, you know, n- none of the other girls really existed. Yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. Even at that like sort of young age, I think I was the same. It, it wasn't necessarily down to something like aesthetics. It was like more, you know, you really got a sense of who they were and, and if that resonated with you, it was like enchanting, you know. It was, mm. um, yeah, I think I've always been like that. And how old would that, you know, would that have been like sort of first school? No, no, that would be year five, year six, maybe, I think. That's first school. No, it's not. Is no, it? it's not. No, it's middle school, is it? What? <laughs> it was the year before we went up to high school, so... Or, like... Middle school. That would be year or, seven. Year and a bit. 
No, he started year seven at high school, so it would have been no, years year six. No, we didn't. No, no. Uh, high school started year eight. eight Did nine, it? Ten, yeah, eight, nine, ten, eleven were high school years. Uh, five, six, and seven were middle school. I don't know why I'm going backwards. Um, if oh, okay. Going, if I should go backwards, I should go backwards, shouldn't I? Seven, six, and five were were middle school, <laughs> and then four, three, two. Well, it depends. Depends what part of the country you're in, pal. I think middle yeah, school yeah, is yeah. fairly endemic, if that's the word, or uh, exclusive to um to our neck of the woods. Endemic. Uh, yeah, endemic um, is the wrong word. Endemic is like lemurs are endemic to Madagascar, you know, or kangaroos yeah, yeah. are endemic. So, yeah. I've d- I tried to be fucking clever, and I've ended up looking a right prick, mate. Right? Yeah, um, doesn't suit you, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it was, it was probably like, say, a year and a half before we went up to high school. Then, so okay, I, I, I guess I, I can go back a bit further than that. I think. I mean, well, no, I definitely can actually. I mean, no, I suppose. Right, well, romantically, I honestly can't remember who the first person I really like sort of fell for was, but I do remember like my first kiss actually, which was at, at Cherry Orchard First School. So I'd have been about, <laughs> in fact, uh, on that topic, what thinking about this, um, I think I'm going to stick with what I did with my book, which would be prudent to do, I think. And that's, yes, yeah. and that's name places like I just did, Cherry Orchard, but, but not identify like any of the people involved. Because yeah, that, well, that's what I was going with. So yeah, yeah. I mean, for, <laughs> for one, it's just the right thing to do. But also, I, I just like with the book, I just don't want to get in trouble. I was, yeah, uh, you know, all those all those lucky ladies know who they were. Exactly. Yeah, um, and I was a right troublemaker in school, and I think that probably scored me points. To be honest, a lot of the time with the girls. But now let's keep it clean, keep it safe. Yeah. Everybody likes a bad boy, <laughs> eh, Scott? Yeah. Yeah, my first kiss was at first school. I would have been about five. Um, and I I do, oddly, still remember the, the buzz it gave me, actually. I mean, I'm about to talk about films after what I just said. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that scene in Bambi with um, Dap- Dapper? Never watched is it? it. Oh, okay. Well, for anyone listening that knows, it was a bit like that, really. But for memory, my first proper girlfriend was like up north in Garstang a few years later. No, and, I, and I was sort of on and off with her really for the duration of my stay there, which sadly was only a couple of years before we moved. But I remember vividly, this would have been about seven. I remember saving up my pocket money and buying like her a bracelet from the, the jewelers in the town. It, it was, it was probably, yeah, it was, it was probably about 15 pounds or 20 pounds, maybe something like that. And it became like, I remember, you know, quite a symbol of our relationship, really. I, I remember vaguely we fell out and broke up and she made a point of, like, taking it off and this big gesture, you know, of, like, throwing it. <laughs> and then, like, when we patched things up again, she, you know, she turned up in it again the next day. You know, it's kind of... <laughs> uh, that's about as much as I can remember, really. Um, and then, of course, a few years later, I moved back to Pershaw, um, which is about the time you were talking, Lars, the final year of middle school. And I had a girlfriend for most of that time who, well, tragically died um, years later in sick form, which we, we talked about before. Again, mm. see the living with life episodes for that. But, but in between those two things was obviously like high school. And um, I think my taste in pancakes had developed a little by this point. <laughs> I think we, we were... We were still. I'm going to try and tie pancakes back into this at, at certain junctures. Um, Dad, you just, I, you just went into that so smoothly. 
<laughs> yeah. Much like my taste in women, my taste in pancakes was starting to mature. <laughs> you fucking wanker, I love you. <laughs> yeah, this was the time, I mean, Dad and I were still going to Florida, but I'd, I'd, I'd be much more likely now than I was to go with maple syrup and bacon, you know, or sausage links or something like that. Uh, probably IHOP, but possibly Denny's, I don't know. Uh, circa controversial 2000 and well, I don't know 2000 or something see I don't know whether I could go with non you know savoury pancakes well no it's, it's lathered in maple syrup Lars. it's um it's yeah still... well, that, that that's the big thing is I can't I cannot stand maple syrup oh dude tell you what else you can get in Florida um maple and bacon crisps and they're really good maybe not for you so you say do you like honey do you like the dripping from Satan's cock? Was that honey, is it? <laughs> no, it's maple syrup. Oh, uh, maple syrup. yeah, honey's okay. Okay, okay. Oh, I, 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 we, we tend to have golden syrup in, in, in this house. Golden syrup in porridge is lovely. That was like my favourite. It's um, not National I... Fucking Porridge Day, is it? You can't. <laughs> but I do wonder what honey on a pancake would be. Would it be the same? Honey and bacon? Probably tastes like honey on a pancake, mate, yeah. don't know. Oh, imagine you know imagine the taste of honey and imagine the taste of pancake on its own and then smush them together in your mind. You can do it. <laughs> smush them together in my mind. I do that with many things all the time. You dirty dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, let's, let me try and steer the, the ship back on some sort of course. To yeah, yeah, please do. Um, uh, joining high school was like, I mean, I certainly remember the feeling. I'm sure you do, Loz, whether good or bad, because it was like a, well, it was both, really. It was like a, a perfect storm of, like, anxiety, but a sort of joyous excitement as well, because, you know, like, meeting all these new people and, like, obviously testosterone levels starting to reach the boil at that age. And I guess, like, that first year being, like, 12, 13 and kind of, well, discovering girls, really, you know, that and the excitement, sure. like, I, th I think on the whole, I'll try and avoid anecdotes during this time. I, d I doubt anyone wants to hear that for starters, but but um, what will do they? I don't know. They probably do. <laughs> uh, I, I do remember fondly, and and I am very grateful for it that like on the whole, girls were like interested in me during high school, and I'm I'm sure I took that for granted back then. You know, as like an early teenager, I was a cocky little shit, um, but I'd like I'd do anything to like fabricate some time to to spend with the girl I liked. I remember going down to the leisure centre on certain weeknights when there was like a swimming or or some sort of dance class or a PE session or whatever that some of the girls went to. And a couple of us, uh, a, a very close friend of mine who lived very close to me, who I'm sure you know, Lars, a very close friend of yours at the time as well, mm -hmm. we'd go down and maybe hang out there, um, which in retrospect is really quite creepy, isn't it? But um, <laughs> you know what I mean, like just in the um, the spectators area watching them swimming. Or... <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, <laughs> with a cigar and a brandy, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it'd probably be a pack of free tellers and a you know Pepsi Max or something, um, yeah. and, a, and but... a chalk cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, you, but... what were them the, the 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 cigarette sticks that were obviously were not fucking cigarettes, but they were just like chalky, crappy candy. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean, and I never went for them, really. No, well, there you go. But, yeah, you know, when I look back on it, it's a bit... 
well, it, I, it can't have come across. It certainly never went down badly. You know, I got the feeling it kind of made their night. You know, that they were they were hoping to see us there, like showing an interest in them. <laughs> it on made their night. I think it did. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It, it made our nights. You know, just just, I bet. just seeing the girls we liked outside of the school environment. <laughs> Let's move on. Otherwise, this won't be one of the shorter pods, will it? Yes, quite. Because there's there's plenty more to talk about during high school. Um, certainly, Luz, I remember you and I and several others going to Paris twice. Um, yes. One, you know, to the city and then one to the, the land of Disney. And honestly, in many ways, that the, the highlights of the whole trip were, were like the moments of downtime back at the hotel where we'd like sneak up to, you know, the floor to where the girls were like basically all kept sort of separated from us or we'd invite them down. It was, do you remember? It was just such a laugh. Sure. Well, I, I remember, I forget which one it was, but I remember very vividly that uh, we got the room that was meant for like one of the teachers or something somehow. And we got a shower in our room and like a bunch of the girls were like, Oh yeah, can we just come down and use the shower? And like, uh, uh, we obviously weren't going to be like drilling a hole in the wall, but even, even the fact that they were like having a shower in our room was a bit like, Ooh. Yeah. And of course we did have a camcorder at our disposal. <laughs> uh, not that any of that sort of thing went on ladies and gentlemen, uh, but um, I, Probably still got footage in the loft, you know, on one of the mini DVDs of, of us like just it, pissing about in that hotel, you know. Oh, thank through. God that I really was worried when you were going with that. <laughs> no, there was no voyeurism, uh, and if if there was, I'd I'd have to delete it, wouldn't I? Looking out, circa oh, age what fourteen, fifteen? Yeah, no, no, none of that. Um, no, this was no. just this. We threw a party in our hotel room, and and uh, most people came down from memory and just. And on the other Paris trip, do you know this? It's got nothing to do with girls, really. It was just you and me put put some tunes on and just danced. You did one, and I did one. You did like James Brown or something like that. Yeah. And then we were like showing it to the girls on the bus the next day, thinking we were it. And yours went down much better than mine. It must be said. But yeah, I'm surprised to hear that. But uh, you know, I can't say I'm not pleased about it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, oh, can we talk about this in? eight minutes and 40 seconds let's try um, yes because for me when I think back uh, one of the most exciting things during high school was uh, and it was something that took place on Valentine's Day itself and it was a very entrepreneurial idea it must be said although it likely happened in other schools but but it was it, it was a service that was set up I think by like one of the older year groups of some lads where, yeah yeah where you could request like a rose or a Rolo, uh, presumably mm. it meant to be the last Rolo, although I'm sure, you know, one in only 10 of them were, to be sent to your chosen recipient, the the, the apple of your 14-year-old eye, uh, and it would be delivered in person to them during a lesson, uh, again, of your choosing, with a, an accompanying message read out. And I think these could be personalised messages, but there were definitely some preset ones you could, like, just choose from. And... Um, I, I, don't, I don't remember there being a lot of, uh, other than the uh, initial presentation, I don't remember there being like, oh, this is from Adam and he sends, you know, like all his love. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is from so-and-so. Here you go. No, I seem to remember they were anonymized, um, unless someone maybe specified that they, I, I don't know, you had the choice of the two, but there were definitely messages that were read out 
Um, oh, okay. Because um, I, I just remember like the, the that feeling when you know mid French lesson or whatever, and there was suddenly a knock on the door, and of course the teacher would allow them in, and just like that excitement you know if you'd sent one to someone else for example and you were in the same class and of course you mm. would pick a class you were both in um or the of excitement of like could it could this be like for me and that kind of butterfly feeling it was a really strong stirring of like emotion um, mm. can you remember whether uh, you sent any to anyone oh yeah yeah i, I was gonna say first and foremost I, I certainly remember several girls being like yeah i got four roses today and yeah um yeah, no, I I definitely sent a couple of roses. I don't know which which way you want to go with this first, but I, I I'm also claiming because it, it was me uh, when it was our turn to be the year group that was you know doing the young enterprise and therefore running the Rolos and Roses service. Yeah, I was the one because Cam uh, he was like, why you know how can we you know what what else can we do, Lars? We need more, and I just remembered going. We'll serenade your your girlfriend with your chosen song. Yes, and he was like, "That's fucking genius." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's explain. Uh, yeah, because when we reached sick form, I think it was we did this ourselves, and um, mm. and yeah, I remember spending virtually a whole afternoon at Cam's, like cutting roses and wrapping them in that gift paper, you know. Yeah, and, and that year we we had competitors in the form of a, a group of like some of the girls in the year who I think admittedly did a far better job of presentation with their roses from memory. But yeah, boy, did we have a trick up our sleeve and that, that was thanks to you, Lars. Yeah. A real USP that, that was introduced <laughs> probably, probably about halfway through the operation, you know, in the preceding fortnight to Valentine's day. And frankly would see us dominate the market there. On. Yes. <laughs> quite. Because and se- several refunds had to be issued. Yeah, we basically offered an additional service whereby someone could request a song, and um, and we had this like master blaster that we would turn up to the lessons with, and actually sing that song. As I said, serenade, you know, their Valentine, and it went down an absolute storm for about four hours until we were forbid from doing any more. Yeah. Um, Sadly. It's actually kind of sad, isn't it, really? Because yeah. th- there was a girl in the class and she'd recently come out as gay. And obviously we were not to know this. And we got contracted to go well, into... One, a... one of the less less romantic songs of the time. And, and uh, <laughs> it was a Electric Six's seminal classic, wasn't it? Yes, quite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. Yeah, we 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 got we got requested to turn up to a history lesson, uh, quite a, a sort of meek, unsuspecting history teacher, and us as we we're just going to do a quick little song, and then we'll get out of the way. Oh, that's that's great, lads! Thanks very much. Click the button. Yeah. And then, because I remember very very vividly turning to you and a couple of the other lads and going, "Either we do this." And like we're being paid for this, and we are like we're we're gonna give a performance here, lads, or you know, like you might as well piss off now, practically. So I'd already g'd everyone up, just like right. And I remember very, very vividly being practically at the front, like you, I want to take you to the gay bar. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it was no, it was no half measure. We were oh, either yeah. gonna, we were either gonna fucking do it, <laughs> or. <laughs> Well, no, that was the only option, frankly, wasn't it, for us at the time? And it was it was a joy. And with um, with it, Venom, I was belting that out. 
And then we find out that like she's come out and she spent the rest of the lesson in, in absolute tears and it was a guy who was just like trying to taunt her with it. And I remember yeah. I remember being called to Mr. Corbett's office, bless him. And he, he I, over his shoulder I could see this girl who I, I didn't even recognise that was the same girl, but just like a pool of red for each eye. And I, I was just like, Oh and and Mr. Corbett's just like, I know you and I know you would not have done this deliberately, but yeah. this stops now. Like, oh, okay, yeah, totally agree. Really sorry. Um, we got here with the best of intentions, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, we genuinely <laughs> had no idea. And uh, and of course, we no doubt, not that I can remember how it panned out, but we would have had to find a way to like refund the people who didn't get their one in the afternoon performed you know, imagine their excitement waiting for that and then it not happening and thinking, oh, God, and then finding out later on that, yeah, they, they turned up and sang gay bar uh, to a lesbian and uh, it was, they were told to stop and sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've only got two minutes left, but the, the it kind of ended even more controversially, didn't it, Lars, with um, with the delivery of a rose later on in the day where... Oh, let's 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 restart and do this, mate. I'm sorry, this needs some attention paid to it. Okay. Yeah, let's come back. We'll do that and then finish high school. Oh, okay. Welcome back uh, to the Love Shack. <laughs> um, and, uh, let's resume our business venture, Lars. Uh, I forget what the turnover was, but we we definitely made way more than our money back for memory. We definitely did. Um, um, even even after having to carry out refunds, like we said on the the, the songs that never were. But um, yeah, we continued in earnest anyway that day. At least with you know delivering roses across the school to different yes, years, that's right? Different years, and of course to to boys as well as girls, presumably. But it, it was the girls that stand out, I think, and and possibly one in particular, which I assume you were alluding to before, Loz. Yes, yeah. The the thing that we were going to get started upon the the other half of the day, which was sort of like. You know, we we obviously felt bad about the situation before, but the, for, for this second part, I, I'm afraid, despite the fact that it, it got me some heat within the school, um, I, I did rather feel quite triumphant about it all, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was a, a girl who, to be quite honest, was, was probably more of a, a friend than somebody I was really trying to like romantically impress but also at the same time um I just remember feeling like I didn't want her to go through the day and not have had a rose sort of thing so I was just like oh okay and I remember being like oh I'm gonna book the last lesson of the day so that if she went through the whole day and she hadn't got one and she's like oh I won't be getting one oh okay never mind and then someone's gonna come in and she'd be like oh here they here you go and you know I thought that would be kind of sweet and I mean, neither you or me, Scott, are, are ones to really, you know, take no for an answer. And I mean, actually, that makes it sound terrible. Um, <laughs> we're <laughs> ones to rise to a challenge, shall we say. Uh, so I remember um, some of our, our little um, our Valentine's posse, as it were, uh, we're, we're just like, oh, we just got kicked out of a lesson. And I was like, oh, okay. And I remember very much you were with me, Scott. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, what's that? And I went, oh, it's uh, so and such is maths class, uh, Mr. Nash. Oh, fuck it. I've named him now. Fuck you, Mr. Nash. He can get uh, named, yeah. No, I yeah, remember yeah. this very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so they were like, oh yeah, I I think um, Burton had had been like banged on the window or something, and it had really like rankled him, and he was just like, no, you can get out. I've had enough of this rose business. Um, well, it was this rose that I was sending, and it was the last lesson of the day. So if it didn't get sent, it wouldn't be sent. And I mean, maybe having been, you know, in a state where I'd sort of been the whipping boy when I was a younger man, I, I very much was like, oh, no, that's not fucking happening. <laughs> so yeah. pick the rose off them, uh, march straight over. <laughs> and we were we were in suits, weren't we, Scott? And um, he uh, the teacher quite obviously saw us coming and was like no no not today not today no thank you and i just strode in through the door right up to her and just went you know happy valentine's day here's your rose and um uh, i remember him screaming at us like get out get out and uh, the thing i, I remember worry. no sorry i, I don't want to chime in no well the the thing i remember from that was the rapturous applause we got from all of the class do you remember yeah yeah yeah. and and that was really powerful because imagine if you were like that class right to do that to your teacher you know it was like it felt like a real revolt um if that's the word and it it was just a really powerful moment it was the sort of thing that would happen in a rom-com but wasn't that after we'd had our little like run in with the teacher as well? It wasn't. They they weren't applauding me giving a girl a rose. I can't remember what exact stage it happened, but certainly they applauded the fact that we. Uh, oh yeah, ig- <laughs> ignored his resistance to the the notion of us coming in and just fucking did it. You know, it was like, babe, yeah. sorry, carry on. I don't. Well, I really don't yeah, want to take well, this. Well, I remember he was he was like, uh, uh, no, no, thank you, and I just went, we'll just be a minute and just carried on. <laughs> yeah but yeah he was he was screaming at us get out and i just went we're going out and he went come here and i re- again very vividly remember you going first it's get out now it's come here make your mind <laughs> <laughs> which was which is very much a, a scott hughes trademark at the time no, I, don't, and, I don't remember that yeah yeah i was so pleased with when you said that i was just like that's fucking brilliant and he, he deserves stood- a snidey remark stood there and started berating us and i went in all fairness i've paid for this this was going to happen it was the only time it could have happened and if you'd have just let us get on with it then you could be teaching right now instead of screaming at me and it was you know this is disrespectful and you'll be seeing mr corbett and i i you know we're just sort of yeah okay and of course you know all the kids are are, are fully just like yeah yeah fucking yeah yeah and he, he was just sort of I, I just remember him like properly losing his rag and um yeah just lost control of everything you know the class included and yeah uh... I, I swear either you or me i don't remember which but somebody said something right at the last and it was like oh no need to get so emotional sir and it really seemed to push him over the edge and uh that that was you know he, he was proper like get out of my classroom no <laughs> yeah, and we walked down the quad, you know, victorious. Oh, we? yeah, we could you could hear the cheering as as we were we were halfway down the the, the walkway, and I, I remember she came up to me later and absolutely like threw her arms around me and was just like, that made me feel so special, and like all all the girls were like looking at me like, wow, he just risked all that to fucking give you a rose. Yeah, and that felt really good. I was just like, oh yeah, I I did something good there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was amazing! It was one of my favourite moments of the, of high school. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was. 
an oddly signature Scott and Loz moment of just once again, we're pretty reasonable folks. And if he'd have just let us go, oh, come on, lads, all right, get it over with. Okay, all right, cheers, sir. See you in a bit. That would have been the end of it. But no, no, he, he had to absolutely let loose. And I remember, um, was it uh, Mr. Bradley, the, the, the guy who was like head of the maths department? And I remember it. Very shortly afterwards, he found me in the common room, and we'd we'd always got on really well. And he he said, "Can I have a word with you?" And I went, "Yeah." So he pulled me to one side, and he went, "I'm really disappointed with you." And I went, "Okay, sir, about what?" And he went, "Mr. Nash." I went, oh right, yeah, okay. And he went, "I don't think it's funny." And I, oh well, I'm sorry, but um, I do. You know, I, I, I said, sir, I, I really respect you, but um, I'm not taking this tone that you're, you know, I'm not having this sort of thing, basically. Yeah. And he just went, how the hell was that man supposed to teach after what you did? And I went, well, I, I'm sorry, sir. It's not really my responsibility how he does his job. But uh, when you've got to result to screaming in someone's face, you better make sure that that person's intimidated by you. And he was really sort of like, I really thought you were better than that. And I'm I'm really disappointed. And I went, well, I'm disappointed. You're disappointed, sir. But it's been a long time since I backed down to bullying. And he just sort of went, <laughs> and just sort of walked off. And like, I remember things were frosty with him, like uh, from that point on. And he was my tutor for a period. Was that Mr. Bradley with the big mustache? Yeah. Braddles. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no. He was the, um, no. Uh, was it Mr. Herbert? He, he had a big beard, but it wasn't. He was maths, you know, head of maths. Um, I think that's Mr. Herbert. Yeah, Mr. Bradley was was he geography or something? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bradley was the one who looked like Lurch. Now I think about it, wasn't he? Yeah. But, um, wow. Yeah. No. It's, um, yeah, that's that's as fitting a moment as any to talk about it in this episode, really, because that was a really powerful moment and uh, one that a lot of people will never forget, really, for, for sure. obviously really good reasons. I'm, you know, and if he's not, if he still remembers it to this day, well, that's kind of his problem. It didn't have to be like that. Joe, I would, I would, I wonder if she still thinks about it to this day, which is is interesting. So I've not spoken to her in several years, which is a great shame on on my part. But um, yeah, you know, interesting, eh? I don't know. I I had a bit of a thing with it, didn't I? Briefly, and you you did literally when I was in sixth form. Um, I suppose before we move away from high school. Because if, if there's one other thing that I think of or that, that people think back on as like almost like the ultimate moment in some ways, you know, like the culmination of everything leading up to this point during, over the four years of high school, then it's the prom, isn't it? Yeah. And um, Scott and Lars, being the, the mavericks that we were, um, yes. went for the uh, unorthodox approach of going together as mates, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we sort of went stag, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember splitting up with the person I was going to go with maybe about two months before it, the prom. In fact, no, I think she split up with me. And I can't Sounds remember how... Girl. Yeah, and I can't remember how we got the idea, but I do remember thinking, this will be way better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like Because <clears throat> ultimately, who is still with their girlfriend from, from 16 years old, you know, now? Sure. Very few, I would, you know, uh, that was over two decades ago, for goodness sake. Whereas we're still live and kicking, Lars. We're absolutely loud and proud, and we've got that memory to still talk about now, haven't we? 
Absolutely. It was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. We obviously we did the limo like everyone else did. And uh, I was trying to dig out the photo of us on my porch, you know, in our tuxedos. Yeah, to, yeah. To use in one of the Living With Life ones. And uh, I just couldn't find it. I know it exists somewhere. It's a, a lovely photo. But I think it exists in physical format somewhere. Um, yes, yeah. I think mum, uh, you know, her house has got a big chest with loads of like photos and in, involved me, my brother and all sorts. And it's probably in there. I remember me having like ludicrous hair at the time, just like sort of like a big overgrown bulb on the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. It was, but, it, you know, it was bordering on the mushroom, but it, it kind of looked good. It was, it was a bit of a mop, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was clean at least. I give myself that. Yeah, I liked it. Whereas I had some stupid like red streak in my hair or something. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it, it, let, let's let's be fair. It, you know, before we move on from high school, I mean, you were quite—I uh, I was about to say promiscuous, and I don't know whether that's co- what the correct word, but you did have a, <laughs> quite the habit for getting into a, a relationship. I was about to say something else then. Uh, <laughs> getting into a situation, shall we say? And then it lasting sort of like a couple of weeks and then being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sort of, uh, I think I'm kind of done with it now. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I... No, go on. I was going to say, I, I, I do remember there was, you know, me thinking, oh, okay, so this person's going to be around a bit more. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, Ultimately, it didn't take long for some people to just wind me up. The wrong... like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you remember talking about Paris? Do you remember, like, what? I think it was Paris when I got that text of. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and I, I think that wound you up more than me. But um... I love you, words and words. God, still yeah, that... to this day. Yeah, I know. Um... And do you remember the, the the one time in in the the one class, um, which I won't mention just in case it narrows it down too much. But that one person, you were like, oh, who knows? You know, one day I might get married to her, and I was just like, and on that day, Scott, I'll be in the church waiting for the vicar to go. Uh, is there anyone <laughs> who's got any problems with this wedding? And I'll be at the, in the back, like, yeah, I'll set off a firework. <laughs> I remember <laughs> you saying that really vehemently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose I did have some interesting experiences during high school and sixth form. One person in particular where we locked ourselves in the cupboard during um drama lesson. And in fact, during another drama lesson, do you remember the big yes. school hall where assemblies and stuff happened? Oh, yes. Yeah, and the, the, <laughs> and the stage. And then, of course, just stage right or whatever, there was a ladder that went up to the balcony. And um, yeah, we went up there for a bit during a lesson. <laughs> You dirty um, little ferret! It I was know, during I, fucking rehearsals as well, you prick. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm kind of ashamed, honestly, when I look back on a, a stuff like that. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of a rite of passage, doing that sort of thing if it's available to you. I don't know. Well, I mean, takes two to tango. But I, I, you know, I'm not proud of any kind of Lothario actions I might have done at the time. I very much at the time wanted to be that type. You know, I probably reveled in it a bit. And like I say, I was I took great pleasure in kind of being the class clown if it drew a snigger to the girl I liked at the time you know that was like the ultimate thing for me but sure um gone are those days you know that was a relic of the past that kind of <laughs> Scott 
but it did lead to the Scott that is here today. So is that I don't know if that's a good thing, but it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Hey, you know, it it's we we we're all on the path that we're on, and you know, you you can't give it away now. That's that's give it away, give it away. Uh, <laughs> but that's you know. This is life, man. You know, that's that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, I I remember being, I wouldn't quite say in awe, but you know, thinking like, oh yeah, fucking Scotty knows his way around a girl. But I kind of was hoping that like there was a situation might come across where like someone would come around or like come to a party and they'd bring a friend and it would be like, oh well, whilst they're you know copping off in the corner, then. <laughs> but sadly, no. <laughs> uh I, yeah there were some funny parties that we threw some of mine oh um, god yeah let's uh, please not let go there <laughs> no we won't go down that road uh i funny enough th i think back to paris and like do, I, I mean again we'll oh, god, remain yeah. nameless but one person <laughs> spent a night down in our room um and i remember we, we, we all like got um uh, you know, right, lights out, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, and then, you know, about five minutes later, for some reason, I just went, Archibald! <laughs> I don't know why, but it was the funniest thing ever. All three of us just, like, erupted with laughter. And it's, yeah, it's, it's something that hopefully, we all, well, the three of us remember. I don't know. What I also love about that is that, having spoken to the other party, <laughs> that... <laughs> I think might have blown your chances of real romance taking place then and there. And I love that you went for the comedy first. <laughs> no, I mean, we were going to sleep. I wasn't going to try anything on. It was like, yeah, but I can understand how it totally would have done. But I just, I just, you know, when you've got the urge to do something and you don't know why and, oh yeah. And you can take one of two paths, can't you? And, and I usually opt for the one that's like, just i'll regret not doing it and um i, I remember also there was there was a, a bit of action i mean again actually why are we talking about this this is not romance particularly but there was, no. there, was there was something else in another paris trip which we, it's not as bad as it sounds but yeah there was some um some under the covers action i i remember happening not with me uh oh no yeah and this and, is um, this is getting worse by the second that i and, wish i had started and of course her boyfriend wasn't especially happy about that when i returned to the country and yeah. um, and uh, and then we ended up becoming really good mates actually yeah that was bizarre End of